<laughs> how to read the property market. It swings from a buyer's market, seller's market, but how can you identify it and pick the trends? Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, episode 326. Buyer's market, seller's market. What does it all mean? How to identify it and how to capitalise on it. Good morning, Mark. Happy Monday, Mr. Bergio. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, everyone. Yes, beginning of a new week. We're in December. Let's get it going. Yeah. I Let's think it's going to be a very bit, everyone. Let's breathe. Yeah, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a very different December to normally with property. We've always sort of worked through it, but I just feel like there's going to be a lot more activity. A lot more people are going to stay local because I'm hearing from a lot of people. Just the cost of going to Byron Bay, Tasmania, is almost the same cost as if you went to Europe. So, I think a lot of people are just going to stay stay home, and obviously. Northern Beach is, is is a bit of a destination for people. Like, um, obviously, people who live in Northern Beaches will want to get out of Northern Beaches, but I, obviously, a lot of will stay. But also, a lot of people from other parts of Sydney, I feel, will travel to the Northern Beaches to spend the weekend, spend the holidays. So, I think it's going to be a busy a busy December. Well, certainly, the restaurants are busy, aren't they? If you if you're trying to go out to grab uh, grab a bite on a uh, <clears throat> on any night, Wednesday night, Tuesday night, it's um, it's 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 backed up. So it's going to be interesting to see how we go over this period. Yeah, and it's good to see the restaurant picking yeah. up. They've had it tough out of all industries. Definitely, and Jeff Luby, g'day, buddy. Uh, Lesio, he's back. Uh, all right, let's talk real estate, Michael. Let's talk real estate. Let's give let's give people the, the good oil. Yeah, so we always hear the terms, it's a seller's market, it's a buyer's market. So let's like, let's talk about what is a seller's market and what's a buyer's market. We'll start with like a seller's market and the, there's obviously a, some key factors and, the, and then within it are some, some trends. So like just you, there's probably four key factors with the seller's market, which would be like your economic factors, your interest rates, uh, stock levels, and they're, they're your real key, which will determine which way the market trends compared to a buyer's market. Mark, talk us through seller, a seller's market, what you see, what vendors do, buyers do, and what the market does. Yeah, so look, if you're selling a house or selling a unit or selling land, when, when, when it's known as a seller's market, it's known as a good time. It's known as um, as a positive time to be doing that, and um, <clears throat> it's known as a, it's a it's a harder time for a purchaser to get it to actually secure something. Um, the ball is in the seller's court, basically, um, and then you know there's there's lots of factors that create that very obvious ones and some not so obvious that we'll talk about. What are the ones that you reckon are obvious ones, Michael? Lower in the seller's yeah. market. Create the seller's market, low interest rates. So easier for buyers to get money 
and get more of it is a big one. We saw, when we saw a couple of years ago where they made lending harder, people who were getting loans for a million dollars are only getting loans for 700000 People who may only get loans for 700000 weren't getting. So just like anything, if there's more buyers cashed up ready to buy, then it puts that pressure, on, putting an upward pressure on the um, on prices because a lot of people have that mentality. Well, if the bank will give me an extra hundred thousand, it it really means only an extra twenty dollars a week on my mortgage. I'm quite happy to spend that extra hundred thousand if I really want that property. So that's a really big one. Um, talk about what about that's that's a factor. What about stock levels, Mark? What do you see how stock levels relate to a seller's market? Uh, there's they're tighter stock, so people are more reluctant to um, sell. So and people are much more geared up to buy. Um, and you know what an interesting measure is, very hard measure is consumer sentiment um, in the marketplace. Consumer sentiment will always lead to really good positive activity if it's good positive sentiment. And um, at the moment, you and I were saying that. COVID's created something a little bit, a, a little bit of a cocoon um, and a little bit of a cushion for people. Where I think people have been more affectionate towards their home, towards property, more so than a stock market or a commercial property, because mm-hmm. I, I think we've we've all been we've all been um, um, touched up a little bit. Like I think we've all been. We're all sensitive a little bit about what matters to us. And I think property, your, your roof above your head, has something that's actually benefited. And, and now you're seeing that leverage in the marketplace because people are like, you know what, I'm going to get that house with an extra bedroom. You know what, with that extension on the house. You know what, I'm going to buy that couch that I've always wanted um, because they're more affectionate towards their homes. And they're dwelling at home more. Exactly. And I just want to point out what does the seller's market mean, to, mean for a buyer? And just because you hear the term and key things I, I see how it affects buyers is a higher, a higher purchasing price, a shorter purchasing timeline from when the property goes to market and when it's sold. In a really hot market, you're seeing it sold in a day, in a week, in two weeks. Also, so would, you, uh, would you not buy? Would you not buy if you're a buyer? Would you hold off buying in a seller's market, or would you buy buy quicker? No, it'd just be you got to identify what the diff, what you have to adapt to. So the longer time frame, also the terms favour the seller more often. And what I mean by that, cooling off period being shorter, if any and the time to exchange the property. So they're probably your core three. And it's not saying don't buy in those times, it's just be aware, because we often see buyers who are going under the model of a buyer's market in a seller's market, and they continually miss out on properties because they're not adapting or they're acting too slow. So they're probably the key things buyers need to register when they hear a seller's market that they may need to be a bit sharper on. Do you do we see a seller's market for longer periods than we see a buyer's market? So if property values 
for argument's sake are doubling every 10 years. Um, would that then mean that we're seeing more so sellers' markets and then uh, over longer periods and over shorter periods, buyer markets? Well, I think if we look at least the last sort of decade, it was very stable for seven years and a very a big three years. So that would indicate seven years of a buyer market and then, then three sharp years of a seller's market. So it just goes with it. I, like the end of the day, you're playing the long game. I think the difference in identifying is obviously the process you may change. So that, that's a seller's market. Let's go to a buyer's market. And the the key factors for a buyer's market, um, interest rates may be trending higher, uh, short, term, short drop in interest rates. So that's more the interest rates drop and then people anticipate them going back up. High inventory could be a lot of developments and new stock. So there's less pressure on interest rates, but also it says a natural disaster. So I, I feel looking at these factors, we've got a combination of both going on at the moment where we've got the natural disaster. Because you, you did research for the first time in, in 300 episodes this morning. Yeah, just found a topic and there were some bullet points, so some light reading. <laughs> so, and there, there was, I was sort of looking at both of them going, well, we sort of ticked many boxes in both markets. Um, but I sort of co- go back to my core belief for right now in this market and for the next two years where our economy needs stimulation, especially while we don't have tourism, education and immigration. So the best way for our economy to get it and the quickest is through construction. And as this says, if, you, if you're going to have big construction markets, you need a surging property market to stimulate that. So I know we tick the boxes of the natural disaster and then low interest rates, which people may anticipate going back up. But we, we then still have low, low inventory in the seller's market and very low interest rates, and we need the stimulation to the economy. So, Mark, how do things change in a buyer's market for buyers and sellers? Uh, well, I actually find it interesting that we've taken away immigration and we've taken yeah. away tourism and our property market still does well. Yeah. Uh, stuff, still gets, still, stuff still gets rented and property prices are on the way up. I find that really, because if you told me that six months ago or nine months ago, probably would have shit myself thinking, oh, my God, there go our foreigners buying and immigrating to the country permanently, and mm. there goes uh, tourism, which is people renting stuff and spending locally. So I'm amazed that our economy has been so buoyant. I do have to say I think Australians and the, and the politicians and the government have grossly underestimated how much money an average Australian takes offshore and I've yeah. said it in the show, a couple of shows before, if you were, uh, it was very expensive to travel in Australia traditionally previously. Um, and what we used to do is go offshore because it was expensive to go north or to go south. And, you know, even to hire a caravan was expensive. Insurances, fuels and stuff like that. So people go to Bali and spending five bucks, four, five grand on um, airfares with two kids. People go to Bali and uh, doing a bit of shopping and accommodation, another four or five grand. That $10,000 that a family would spend going to Bali in the course of a year is now being spent locally. 
and in people's coffers. Very interesting. Back to your question. Um, what, what was the question? What are, we, what are we seeing in a buyer's market? By what, how do buyers, act, like how is it different in a buyer's market for the buyers and for the sellers? So maybe well, some the buyer, longer buyer times, things, longer days of market. So what are the differences? Hey, Anna. Everything's AML. Everything is just a bit more relaxed. So um, in a buyer's market, the buyer, uh, buyer often the prices are falling. So uh, what you make an offer, sometimes you end up buying it for even less if a couple of weeks later. Um, sometimes in a buyer's market, uh, you can name your terms much harder. Uh, you can ask for long settlements. You can ask for a lower price. You can ask for the vendor to wait for you until you sell your property. Um, it's just that there's a lot more steam out of the market. Um, and, it, and I think that properties on the market days on market at the moment sitting about 15 to 20 days for an average property and i think days on market goes up to about 90 days on average in a buyer's market yeah and i think there's a big fact i think i want to identify just in a seller's market and a buyer's market like a lot of the time it's not let's it's not necessary it's like prices have dropped too much or they've increased too much. I think it's a lot of it, the speed and the terms vary. And then you've got the occasional property that goes for a crazy price. So like, like for example, because an agent's always guiding properties within 10% for when you appraise it. Then and to give an example, a property's worth 800,000, even in a buyer's market and a seller's market, it still may sell for 800,000. The difference is in the seller's market, it may sell within three days. It's got to be an unconditional sale. It's very, very quick. And the, you've just, the timing in a buyer's market, it may still sell for 800,000, but it sells in 30 days. You have a 10 day cooling off period. The buyer can pick the settlement. Obviously there's exceptions where it may sell for eight, 780, and there's exceptions that may sell for 820. So I wouldn't, it's not to be discouraged for a buyer or a seller if you're doing deals in either transaction, they just vary. And I think it's a lot more, they vary in um, the terms that go around it. But obviously in a seller's market, you more often see that auction for that rare property go for one, two, three, four hundred thousand dollars above the expected price. You may see that with 30% of auctions where in a buyer's market, you may only see that with 10%. So it's just knowing, adapting and seeing. So a buyer's market, prices are going down or, le or level. In a seller's market, prices are going up and uh, it's a lot snappier in general in the seller's market. And today we are in? I would say we're definitely going to, we're in a seller's market we're heading in that direction, especially with momentum of the last two months. Definitely around March, March and um, uh, May, June, probably a bit more of a buyer's market. But what? And it's quick. So we went from a buyer's market to a seller's market pretty quickly. And there's a lot of forecasts for next year that 5, 10, 50, I think as high as I've seen 12%, 12 growth scheduled for next year. Um, so very, very different. I reckon, I reckon it swung from a buyer's market to a seller's market in about 12 weeks. Yep. Happens quick. And then and, you can... And that's a show. 
that's a show. But then you compare it to a commercial market, which is still very much in a buyer's market, a stalled market. So um, there's your difference. The essential, what you said awesome. before about being essential, residential is essential. It's essential. And guys, just remember with our show, if you have any real estate questions or anything you'd like us to talk about, put it in our in the comments below and we'll cover that topic in the days, weeks ahead. Um, and a lot of our content's coming from users asking us to um, to talk about certain stuff. So thank you very much to everyone. Cool. Thanks, Legends. Cheers. Have a great Monday.